service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! The weekend starts here, Paul Coon, with the Go Radio Football Show with Barry Ferguson, the Rangers legend. So the big two are in action tomorrow. Rangers are in Blackpool, Celtic at home to Blackburn Rovers. Barry, two of your old English clubs, which one are you going to choose for tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, no, listen, had, um, had some good times at both of their yeah. clubs and it's, it's interesting that both Rangers and Celtic are, pl- are playing them. Um, Can you imagine sh- this weekend, the heat... Blackpool, what's it going to be like, do you oh, reckon? Pandemonium yeah. down in Blackpool. Yeah. I know there's many, many Rangers fans down there. There's a few supporters clubs. Um, so I'm sure the Rangers fans will enjoy the trip down to, to Blackpool and um, they'll have a tough game because Blackpool mm. Championship Club done pretty well last season and that'll be a good test for Gio and the, and the boys. We've been watching the Celtic game the other night. You saw it as well. We'll speak about it in a moment or two. And we're going to hear from Anthony Ralston, who's been in front of the media this afternoon. So you'll hear it here first in a few moments. Barry, what about Rangers? You're impressed with the signings of the past 10 days or so. And maybe one more to come, the new Pogba from Bayern Munich. Yeah, I, I like what I'm, I'm seeing in terms of real competition for places. Um, certainly in the, the forward areas. Yep. Um, obviously, Sholak coming in, Matondo, mm-hmm. Lawrence um, and Tillman. It looks like that, that deal's pretty pretty close. I actually spent a bit of time um, this morning having a good look on YouTube. Malik um, Tillman, yep. Yep, and do you know what? He, he reminded me of Loftus-Cheek wow. at, at yeah. Chelsea. Mm-hmm. He was that type of, type of player. Um, so 20 years of age, a real good age as well. Good grounding at Bayern Munich. He's a... USA international, um, so he he looks the the part as well. But what what I, th- I like is, in terms of the the selection for for Gio, he's got real, um, lots of options up there. Players, um, different type of players as well, which I always thinks healthy to have at a, a football club. Um, they're still talking about Morelos and Kent. Will they will they stay or will they go? I've got a sneaky feeling that they they might stay. Both um, of them, yeah, yeah. But I mean. You, you never know, there's, there's still a, a bit of time to go in the, the transfer sure. window, but at this moment in time, I mean, a week or ten days ago, we were saying Rangers have not done any business, sure. now it's starting yep. to heat up a bit, and, and the players that Gio's starting to bring in um, look pretty decent, but time will tell once you, you see them on the playing field. Malik Tillman, 20 years old, no disrespect to Rangers or Celtic, why would he be coming to Glasgow? when he is so highly rated is it the sell-on clause yeah no, I seen there was a buyback yep. clause mm. um, if the deal does does go through so that tells me that Bayern Munich do think or do rate him highly um, and look if you watch Bayern Munich they're a, yeah. a top top course, team yeah. f- f- uh, filled with top class um, players and it'll be tough to get into that team um, but what I've seen of him he looks a real player and it could be a 
Um, a real good signing for Rangers. Yeah, of course, you'd get European football as well, which is something you wouldn't get if he's in the reserves at Bayern. Yeah, he could be able to get... They need to make sure they get through their qualifying games. Yeah. They need to make sure Rangers as a football club need to be playing in the Champions League. Um, they just need to see who they get drawn against. But I fully expect Rangers have got to make sure they get into that group stage, Paul. We'll find out on Monday. It's the draw. Yeah, the Champions yep, League I'm sure yep. that'll be one that the, the players will be desperate to find out. Um, and obviously looking back in last season, getting put out against Malmo. No disrespect to Malmo, but for me, with the quality that Rangers have got, they've got to be beating teams like Malmo and I look at the Rangers squad at this moment in time still with a couple of players I believe still to come in I think Rangers have got more than enough um, whoever they're drawn against they've got more than enough to get into that Champions League group stage For Celtic I want to ask you about what you thought of Celtic in action the other night uh, I went for them got, uh, you, you were laughing because we did talk about the new sweeper they've got Yeah d- do you know Hart. what I, I actually <laughs> um, I found the game hmm? and I, I wanted to watch it because there was a bit of talk that that Postacoglu is going to try some things different and basically Joe Hart was playing as a centre-back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was virtually touch-tight um, to the uh, both of the, the centre-halves um, and there was a couple of instances where he nearly got done. Really um, early. Now, yeah. If he makes a mistake, it could cost Celtic dearly. Um, but listen, that's the way the manager wants to play. Um, you've got to play that way. But I couldn't believe how high up Joe Hart was um, it took me by surprise and I'm sure it took a lot of people watching the game by surprise How would you react to that if you were playing against uh, Celtic with Joe Hart so I mean obviously it's like a Beckham you would need isn't it the way Beckham chipped it and scored many many years ago that would leave them open to it but he's got a fantastic record is he trying to do something different for Champions League? Yeah the, look he, he says that he's he's always looking to to go one better than he mm. did um, last season Um I think it's a bit of risk and reward if I'm being honest mm. with you if it works it, it looks really good if you make a mistake you can obviously get done by a, a, a sucker push uh, sucker punch should I say but um, it was very interesting to watch I, I just couldn't believe how high Joe Hart um, was um, up and as I said he looked like a third centre back he did. Um, yep. so it'll be interesting to see if Celtic do start the season like that Yep. Let's hear from Anthony Ralston then. He's been on the bench a bit, obviously. Uh, the question is, will he play? How much will he play this coming season? Here he is speaking about the new campaign. Yeah, no, should definitely be excited. Uh, we all are uh, to get going. Um, we had a great season together last season um, and we're, we're looking for the same again. Um, you know, but that's now behind us. Um, we're done as done last season and we're ready now to, to start a new chapter this season and, and to hopefully do the same. Hi. What about the arrival of Alessandro Bernabei? Yeah, no, he's come in. Um, he's been, he, he's, he's a hard-working player. Um, and, you know, even though he's just come in, he's uh, also picked up on the way, you know, the gaffer wants us to play that full-back role in terms of coming inside, and he's understood that very well. Um, he's worked hard in training, um, and he's fitted in with the boys well, even though, there, you know, there's a bit of a language barrier there. Um, he's made the effort, you know, to, to be around the boys and to join in. Uh, when he can and uh, no, and I wish him all the best in, the, in his Celtic career How much will we see of him this season do you think um, assuming that Juranovic stays at Celtic I think Juranovic is the number one right back but to be fair to Anthony Ralston last summer it looked to me if he had no Celtic future he obviously was given a chance by Postacoglu and you've got to give Ralston credit yeah, I mean, when he when he played with Celtic, he was real impressive. Mm-hmm. He fought his way into the yeah. 
the Scotland setup. Um, he kept going out on loan deals, just, remember? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, there was a few loan deals that never really worked for him um, as well. Yeah. So you've got to give him credit, as I, as I said. And every time when I watched Celtic and Ralston was playing, he played very well. Um, so fair play to him, because as I said, it looked as if his Celtic career was, was over. But they changed the manager. He's come in and he's obviously impressed Postacoglu. He signed a new a new contract mm -hmm. as, as well. So he'll be looking to try and push uh, Juranovic. There's been a lot said about Juranovic. I think yeah. Atletico Madrid, there's been a few other clubs interested. And you can see why, because he is a quality course, player. Yeah. Do you think he will go? There is a chance of, I mean, what did Celtic sign him for? Two million pounds, two and a half million yeah. pounds. For me, I thought it was a snip after watching him um, a number of times. And that became clear early on, didn't it? International. Yeah. But look, he's he is a, a top fullback. Um, so if somebody comes in with an offer, Celtic might look mm. at it, and then that obviously opens the door for Anthony Ralston to become the, the number one right back. But as it stands, of two of them there, I, I do think Juranovic will be would be Postacoglu's first pick. I see uh, they've been saying online. Someone's been on just saying, could he become one of the best right backs Celtic have ever had, Tony Ralston? Um, we think back to people like Danny McGrain or whatever. Um, and could, a exactly, Danny that's a top, top exactly. Maybe the, one of the best. McGrain and Jardin for Scotland were um, just phenomenal. Who was the best Celtic right back you played against? Um, well, there, there was two. There was obviously Jackie McNamara, yep. who was an mm -hmm. ex-teammate at, at Scotland, and the, the the one that I I enjoyed um, watching when I was playing was was Didi Agat, him and Arthur Newman. Had some unbelievable <laughs> battles. Yeah. Um, the two of them bombing down. Yeah, and I mean, what back. did Celtic get? Did he get for fifty thousand yeah. pounds or something? I think it was something like that. Yep. Uh, something, yep. like, something like that. Um, and he turned he out to be a phenomenal Hibs. Celtic player for me. So it would be probably the two were, were the standout ones. Who was your best right back? Is it Arthur Newman? Was your best fullback? Well, do you think best right your, your fullback? Be, your best fullback. Any fullback. You played alongside at Rangers. Yeah, the, the, there was a few. There was obviously Arthur Newman. Arthur Newman is one of the best players that I've ever ever played yeah. with. Alan Hutton in that six month period before yeah. he got mm -hmm. that move to Tottenham was was just unplayable. Mm -hmm. um, at times, Claudio Reyna played at fullback at yeah. times as well. Um, so, look, I've been lucky enough to to play with some top fullbacks. You played in a vintage Rangers team. We were just talking about it beforehand. How do you think you'd have done against the nine in a row Rangers team? From well, I've got it back the yeah. team that I yeah. played in. Uh, of course, I mean, that nine row team were my heroes. Richard Goff, the captain. Yeah, they were, they were, they were yeah. my heroes growing up. They, mm -hmm. That was players that I looked up to, and when I was a young kid, looking at them, the way they trained, um, that was a brilliant schooling for me. Hately um, and McCoy. Yeah, Stuart McCall, Ian mm -hmm. Ferguson, Ian Durant, mm -hmm. Goffs. I mean, you can go on and on, Andy Gorham. Indeed, yeah. Um, some, some unbelievable mm -hmm. players. But in your period of time, the club had got some of the best European talent. The yeah, the Boers, like, and... Arthur Newman, who we spoke yeah. about, mm. the current Rangers manager, Indeed. Van Bronckhurst, yeah. Yeah. Um, Michael Moles, Amoruso, Craig Moore, you could go in Claude Arena, mm. um, Michael Moles. There, there, there was some phenomenal. Neil McCann, there's another one. Mm. Um, I mean, that group of players that I played with late 90s, early 2000s was, was my favourite team to play in. Was it? Yep. Yeah. Vintage time, Rangers fans uh, will remember it very fondly. Wonder how it's going to go this season. It's going to be some year, isn't it? I'm looking forward we're, to. It. I we're ready for it now, aren't we? Bring yeah, it I, I yep. can't wait. A couple of weeks to be <laughs> yeah. to be kick off. Celtic obviously made a few signings early mm -hmm. doors. Rangers now are 
they're starting to ramp it up a wee bit and I still believe that there will be a few more players coming in the door for both Rangers and, and Celtic and I think it's going to be I mean I'm going to call it right now I think it's going to get right down to the wire again Right. I, I don't think there's yep. anything between mm -hmm. the teams you said 10 days ago when I was on with you Celtic at the moment would look to be yeah, favourites but they've still got to early. be put down as sure. favourites because yep. they're, current, they're current champions mm -hmm. um, no doubt about it but listen that's Rangers disappointing in terms of losing out in the league title but this they finished the season strongly which is important the disappointment obviously getting beaten in the Europa final which was a bit of a, a downer um, but they got themselves together and they got mm. that Scottish Cup so they went out the season in a high and now it's making sure you get a right good pre-season under your belt and then once that first game comes round about and it's a tough one for Rangers yes. away to Livy yeah. um, one of the toughest no, yeah, yep. and there's no yep. doubt about it it's going to be a hot day mm -hmm. the first day of the <laughs> yeah. season on AstroTurf are we complaining? No, yeah. but no. listen it's not about how you play it's about making sure you get the three points and getting off to a good start. Looking forward to it. Some of the other headlines uh, today, Tiger Woods, will we see him back? He obviously is at a, a poor couple of days at St Andrews, but you were watching it as he came up the, the 18th. Yeah, the reception he got was was unbelievable. Um, you seen it and he was an emotional. Wasn't he? He was I've really emotional. Like no, yeah. I've never seen, um, never seen him like that myself. Um, and I was a bit emotional watching mm -hmm. it. But he's, listen, what what a golfer he was. Phenomenal. Um, and take him back for that horrendous car accident. Um, you can see him sometimes when you're, you're watching him, he's wincing a wee bit in, mm -hmm. in pain. But it's just great to see him back on a golf course. Isn't it phenomenal? It's great to see St Andrews there in the sunshine. With her all kind of weathers uh, there, I'm going to pop through there uh, tonight. It's going to be brilliant. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's an amazing tournament. And I see Henrik Larsson was uh, photographed along with Jota from the Champions League final a couple of months ago. That one emerged just thinking of sporting greats. You know, we talked there about some of the greats you had at Rangers. And Henrik Larsson, maybe the finest player you played against in Scotland? Yeah, yep. he was he was top class. Mm. Top class. Now, if you'd said that when they, they first signed him from Firemen, <laughs> when he came over, he didn't have the best of starts. But listen, he he became... Um, one of the best players alright you're thinking about um, the game at Easter Road aren't you the pass to Chick Charnley yeah. isn't it phenomenal but he was what £625,000 or something for Henry yeah, Larson some, some, something wow. like that mm. but what a player and I mean when we were coming up against I mean Celtic had some phenomenal players but we had to make sure mm. that if you keep Henrik Larson quiet you've got a chance of, of winning the game. Um, and you just look look what he went on to do after he left yeah. Celtic, mm -hmm. play at the, the clubs that he played at Barcelona and Manchester United. Champions League final, turned it for Barca, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He came off the bench yeah. and, and turned it. No, he was um, he was a, a phenomenal player. And when you played against him, I'd say to you yeah. off, um, off air, you could have a, a, a go at him in terms of like, if you get close to him and left a wee bit on him, mm -hmm. he just shrugged it off. He, he wouldn't have, he would just go on with the game. Um, right? yeah. Yeah, didn't was, complain, just go on with no, it. Yeah. But you, you had to keep your eye. I mean, you could keep him quiet for 89 minutes. Right. And that split second, he would go and produce a, a bit of magic. Um, but no, he was he was probably the, the best player that you've I've come up against in Scottish football. Barry, Paul here on the Go Radio Football Show, just looking at some of the headlines today. Rafinha finally goes to Barca. Uh, great signing. What a move for him from Leeds. To Barcelona, huge amount of money for a, a, a club that were in trouble financially. Yeah, I know, and they go and spend fifty-five million pound. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were struggling to um, obviously sign sign players. Um, Rafinha, 
he's one of the ones. He was a a top player on a struggling team yep. last year. Um, I, I think he he was the one that stood out for me. That kept leads up into the, into the the Premier League, and I know Arsenal and Chelsea were were after him, but once Barcelona come calling, you have to go. There's only you? one yep. place that he's he's um, he's going to go to, and he held out for it, and eventually mm. he's got his move. And Leeds for me, I've got. Mm. A real good price for him. Certainly have. And what about Christian Eriksen? So he has gone to Manchester United. We mentioned yeah. that a couple of weeks ago. What, um, what a story. Free transfer. Yeah. Yep. And what a signing, isn't it? I mean, for me, he's not coming to be a, a bit part player. I think he's well good enough to, to make sure he gets into that Manchester United starting 11. Um, you reckon he will have assurances from the manager that provided he no, plays I, well? I, I, I don't yeah. think you can be guaranteed again. No, You've got sure. to fight for your place. Um, but the qualities that that Ericsson's got and he showed it in that that brief um, three or four month period they had at Brentford when you watch Brentford he, he looked to me if he was back to his best and, and, and what a story it is for what happened to him um, but take that all aside he's a top quality player Listen, Paul. Yeah. and to get that level of player on a free transfer mm. I think that's a brilliant bit of business for Manu. I mean Brentford are feeling a bit sore maybe some of the Brentford fans they did so well to give him that chance maybe they should have signed him in a longer deal but it was just till the end of the season but do you think he owns he owes Brentford something? Yeah I, I'm sure it would have been a hard decision for mm. him because Brentford the ones that stuck their neck out and gave him that opportunity to go and play again um, so I, I'm sure it would have been a hard decision for him but let's be honest when a team the size of Man United come calling, it's going to be difficult to, to turn that down. And I, I'm sure the Brentford fans and the, the players and everybody connected with the club would wish him all the best in the future. And mentioning Man United, uh, Moussa Dembele has been linked with him, as you know, over the past week. Um, could Celtic get, is there a sell-on clause that could back, come back to, to them if he makes his way to Man United? Could you see Moussa Dembele playing at Old Trafford? Well, there's, there's no doubt he's a quality player. Yeah. I, I he's think not he's, had a great season, has No, he? He, he's not. He's... He, He's not had a great time there. He went and loaned. Yeah, he yep. went. Um, he went over to La Liga yep. and and loaned. But look, oh, I thought he was a, a top player when he was here at, at Celtic. Um, and I can see the reason why there's a number of clubs want to try and sign him. Um, he's going into his final year. He's yep. his contract, and it'll be interesting to see over the next four or five weeks um, where he ends up, or he might even end up staying at Leon and seeing his contract out. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, the Go Radio Football Show. After the break, is Calvin Bassey a £25 million player? Will he stay? Will he go? Barry is smiling. We're going to ask him that next and also more from Tony Ralston. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. It's Fair Friday, of course. Hope you're having a good Fair Friday weekend. Used to be big, Barry. Do you remember it? Your dad and all that was it a big thing. The fair holiday yeah, it's, started. It's not yeah. as big now. No. Um, back when I was a, a young pup, mm -hmm. it was obviously yeah. um, you heard more of it, but you don't really fair Friday. You don't really <laughs> hear it. Uh, the first time I heard it was when I walked in and you That's told right. me. We said fair Friday. Yeah. yeah. Did you remember? Did you go on holiday in fair Friday with the family? Did you? Blackpool. Blackpool. You did. Yeah. yeah. Blackpool and then I'm sure if my dad got a bit of overtime we went yeah. to Torquay <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was posh wasn't it <laughs> going was to Torquay Go Radio Football Show Paul Cooney Barry Ferguson this time last week of course you were getting ready for the, the Masters uh, won by Liverpool mm -hmm. um, 
How did you go on? What did you think? I heard you talking with Rob about it a wee bit, but uh, over, are you feeling better now? Are you okay? Are you, are you, yeah, you feel... I mean, the surface was rock solid. I, uh, I don't know if you spoke to any the other guys. It, was, it wasn't it was the best of surfaces, but listen, it was great to catch up with old teammates. And to be fair, we didn't go off to the, the best of start. We were a bit all over the place, but then we obviously sat down and we organised it a bit better. And... Who was your first game? Uh, Liverpool, Liverpool to be fair Liverpool yeah. battered us we were nowhere near them but then obviously the second game um, we beat Manchester United we were a bit better set uh-huh. up yeah. um, and then we obviously drew with Celtic. Drew Celtic that was fiery wasn't it um, Charlie has been on here asking what happened with you and Kenny Miller what, during yeah. uh, uh, oh, one of the games uh-huh. when we were asking yeah. Yeah. Aye. listen it's yeah. just winner's mentality Um I try, I try I think I tried to play a ball in and Kenny wasn't happy and he had a pop at me so I just had a pop back at him which <laughs> I don't mind I like that Good that fun. gets me yeah. fired up so it's just guys who are desperate to win and listen it was like that when when we played mm. I had that with loads of teammates and then as soon as the whistle stops that's it yep. it's fine because um, I felt it fired me up I liked somebody having a wee a wee go so when Kenny had a wee pop at me I'd have <laughs> I went from back straight back and Rab Douglas was involved as something else wasn't yeah, he yeah, I, was I think Kenny I think that was a bit of handbags uh-huh. wasn't it yeah. um, <laughs> but listen they, these guys are competitive yeah, of course. still even yeah. if they're retired we're all yeah. competitive that's why we, that's if you want to be a professional footballer you never lose that of course um, listen I remember my kids growing up when I was playing them at table tennis or pool I wouldn't let them win no, I know I can you know, imagine I know yeah. I don't care I thought I was playing friendlies in the early days against and I play and against. listen and I play fives with my, my mates at times and I, I'm the same there's no I such can't thing can't stand getting beat player of the tournament Garcia yeah he still looked um, he looked if he could still play he's 46 or something isn't he yeah. 48 yeah. yeah is he I think so yeah how good was he yeah, he's still fit, fit as a fit, uh, fit as a fiddle. Um, quite a few of the boys were, were, were still fit, but as I said, this, the surface was um, it was mm-hmm. it was a strange surface. It was it was rock solid, but the level of player there um, was was exceptional. Who was um, the worst player on the day? That's a wee bit unfair. I'm only <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't <laughs> say that. Paul. No, I know it's unfair. Great to play. I'm not. You're uh, trying to get it out, aren't you? No, I know. Eh. No. Oh, go on. No, I can't. No. No, Is it one of your pals? No, 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 one of the Rangers players. Oh, no, of course no. not. You'd say no. No. Oh, all right. <laughs> but well, uh, there was um, in, in terms of the games, it was as I said. The, the thing that struck me is, which I quite liked, mm-hmm. is everybody was just desperate to win. Mm-hmm. They're all winners, and, That's and, it. and it's brilliant yep. to to still see that. Um, and disappointing when you obviously get beat and you have a few arguments because you're sure. not happy. There's a few guys um, going off in one, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it brought it all back. It's that's why you want to be a, a football player. But in terms of me and Kenny, it was a wee bit of a ding dong. Yeah. I, I, I quite like it. Been afterwards. It's a good afterwards. You have a good time. Every, did everyone go out together? No, no, because no, um, obviously guys have got stuff on. Um, but it was just good to spend that three or four hours yeah. with them and, and catch up, and, and hopefully we can do it more often. Because um, I don't think it's it's done often enough. People love seeing, you know, players, especially from the recent past, like yourself. The the, the people you you mentioned in the Celtic lineup. Yeah, but then coming up against United. Celtic was good ah, as well. Yeah. Coming up against Stan. Just that wee bit of needle. How yeah. Spetrov was he good? Yes, yeah, Stan's a, a brilliant. It's brilliant yeah. to see where Stan's came from in terms of his illness. To come back and and been fit and healthy again and been able to play football and um, had a beer with him after it. Stan's a. a, a he just wasn't a top player. He was—he's a top guy as well. Yeah. Um, 
and Barry Robson, guys like that, um, oh. to come up because Barry Robson was a um, an apprentice at Rangers. A lot of people don't know that. He I didn't was know that, was he? Yeah, yeah, he was an apprentice at Rangers, wow. went up to Cali Thistle mm-hmm. um, and then done his rounds, done United, sure. then got his move to Celtic, Celtic and done. I thought he was a real he good, was. good player. They let him go too soon, didn't yep, they? Yep, I, I, I believe yep. that. Um, but it was good to see. Um, guys yep. like that, and obviously Rab Douglas, um, Sid, good. obviously is on this Sammy show, Donnelly, so yep. it was good to come up against these guys and see them again. Let's uh, speak to a current Celtic player, we're here from him, Tony Rawson, we heard from him earlier in the show, um, they're welcoming the new players to Celtic. Yeah, you know, we've got a, we've got a great group of boys here, um, all very welcoming uh, to all the new players that come in, um, it's not an easy um, easy thing to do to, to move yourself um, to a different country and they come into a, you know, a whole new team especially when there's that language barrier there so when these boys come in we make the especially the boys that have been here um, who can speak the language for, for a start you know, help them settle in and, and make an effort with them um, and also out in the training pitch as well um, to help them in terms of how, how it works and how, how we want to play and, and, and the standards that's required here as well so, and we've got a great group of boys that, that are able to do that and help them Barry, they've got some new boys, but um, not that many. Jota obviously knows it well, Cameron Carter-Vickers. How important was that to get those two signed permanently? They were so important for Celtic last year. I, I thought Carter-Vickers get better as the season went on. I thought that the last half of the season he was probably up there with, with Callum McGregor mm-hmm. is, and Joe Hart is, is Celtic's best player. Um and Jota, listen, if he replicates what, what he, he showed last season, um, I don't think Celtic will be able to hold on to him for longer than a, um, longer than a season because yeah, he wins games. He's that final third, he's got that bit of magic. Um, and he was a real surprise package because they didn't know anything about Jota. Um, but when he was fit and when he was on it, he was, um, he was a player that frightened a lot of teams. Um, so I'm sure it was important that Costa Coglu wanted to get these two players in because um, they know now they've been there for a year they know the standards they know the demands and the expectations put on them so I think it was important that Celtic got the, the two deals done and um, it cost them a few pounds as well sure. um, I don't know what, what, what was Jota 6.5 sure. million yeah 6.57 so yep 6.5 and, and Cameron Vickers Carter Vickers 6.3 million yeah so that's 13 million, 13 million pound on, yep. on two mm. players um, but they, they were two Certainly two important players for Celtic sure. last year. It would have been a big hole for them as well, psychologically, to lose two vital players from what would have then been, oh God, that was last year. Yeah, well, I think yeah. if you yeah. take the both of the players out, Celtic starting 11, I think Celtic would yep. be a lot weaker. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're playing with the fact is you've got to bring somebody else in that doesn't yep. really know the, the situation, um, what the club's like, and getting to know his teammates. So I think it was important that for Celtic as a, a, a club and... Costa Coglu as a manager it was to try and get the two deals done and and um, I'm sure he's delighted he got them over the line The news earlier in the week Bolly Ball and Golly has gone at last from South they'll be glad to close that chapter won't they because it's been you know, just, it was bad news the whole scene wasn't it it was, it was it's good for him to get a move away permanently from the club Yeah I think it suits both parties yeah. he, yeah. he wasn't the, he, he wasn't going to be part of the, the plans going forward um, and obviously um, he was going to struggle to get any game time so it's important for him as a, a person as well to, to move sure. on and, yep. and and go to pastures new and, and make sure he, he plays football week in week out so I, I think it was the best thing for both sides Two weeks tomorrow the campaign kicks off SPFL Rangers on the Saturday Celtic on the Sunday 
how many more players and where does Celtic need to strengthen then? Um, I, I, I said at the end of the season I think it was you can correct yeah. me here the, the start of, obviously we started back on here I think it's a dominant midfielder yep um, that, that Celtic really need um, I think they rely too much on Callum McGregor mm. uh, but listen that's what happens when you're the captain you're the main man in the team but that's an area where I, I'm surprised that they still haven't made um, a signing um, and of course Tom Rogge gets away yep and, and David Turnbull was injured for so much last season there's nobody there you see that could it, fill that role no the holding yep. midfield role yep. you've got O'Reilly who I, I think in sure. time will be a, a and the he's Roger a replacement yeah, for sure. Rogic yeah. Turnbull's obviously back McCarthy not really seen much of McCarthy again and do you think we will? well I, I thought it would have been a big pre-season for him I, I mm. do still think he's, he's got something to offer mm. um, James McCarthy he's, he's a good he's played at a high high oh, level yeah. um, so it'll be interesting to see but I do think that is an area that, that Celtic will look to strengthen the holding midfielder for Celtic the keeper Ben Segrist, you were talking Good earlier about Joe on a free yeah. transfer. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he's just going to come in and, and be happy to be second choice, I think. Mm. Um, he'll be coming in to, to try and fight Joe Hart for that number one position. Because um, at Dundee United, he was their standout performer. Yeah. Um, and to get that level of player on a free transfer, I think that's good business. Do you think they're in good shape for the new campaign, Celtic, at the moment? In terms of the numbers that they have, the, the players they've brought in, they've re-signed. Dyson Maeda, Segrist we mentioned, Bernabe, nearly four million for the left-back, the Argentinian. So, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. to see how how he settles. I mean, it's always difficult coming from South America. He's a good age, but I'll tell you what the Celtic fans will need to be is um, a bit patient. Um, but again, at Rangers or Celtic, you don't get um, much time to he settled but by all accounts he's got a lot to offer and it'll be interesting to see how quickly he settles but in terms of both Rangers and Celtic I think as it stands and now the squads are strong but I do still think they will add a couple each Liam Scales off to Aberdeen on loan makes me think of your nephew who's long mm. gone now off to Verona I heard you talking with Rob about it a few nights ago you happy with the move to Serie A? Yeah I, I think for his development he had to move no disrespect to Aberdeen. I've always said that Lewis has been good for Aberdeen, but Aberdeen's been good for Lewis as well to give him that platform to go and play and become an international player. Now he's got to make that next step and he has and he's going over to a tough league. A tough, tough league, but he's going over to play against top players and top teams and I hope over the, the next 12, 24 months that um, he progresses um, and to be being an even better player and try and force his way into that starting 11 um, for the national team. Um, but in, in terms of at, at his age, I mean, fair play to him. He's going over different languages, different culture, different way of living. They obviously train um, differently over there as, as well. So good on him. Good on him and I, I wish him every success. And I, I'm sure he'll go over there and he'll, he'll wrap it up. The weather will be a wee bit different, won't it? From Aberdeen to, <laughs> it will be. It will to be. Verona. Um, yeah. But I, I just think overall for the young players, you, you see what happened to Hickey two years ago. It's an amazing the, the story, The development in that, yep. that young mm. man's been phenomenal and he's got his move down to the Premier League for £17 million. Mm. You see Henderson before that um, going out 
um, and doing really well in Italian football. Doi going to Verona. Of course, yeah. So it's brilliant to Bologna see. Bologna for Lewis. I know, yeah. What did of you course. say? Um, Verona. <laughs> it's Bologna. Yeah, Doi is going to uh, Verona. Indeed, I know. Yeah. 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 So, no, I, I think it's a brilliant move for, for Lewis. And sure is. I'll be keeping a, a close eye and seeing how he, he does, but I'm, I've no doubt in my mind he'll, he'll go over there and smash it. Are you going to go over and see him? Well, my, my, yeah. my boy's down playing know, in England yeah. now, so it's going to be difficult. But listen, I would love to go over and, and see him. But you listen, you get Italian football on TV course, all the time. Yeah. So I'll be keeping a close eye and seeing when he, he, his games are on. And um, Yeah, I, I just can't. I just can't wait to see how he, he, he does because I think it's brilliant to see these young Scottish players Amazing. go on. You don't really see it happening. No. But it is now. But it yeah, is happening sure. and I think Hickey, we're producing Henderson. some really good young players and over the, the last week or so, that's two young players went over to Serie A yeah. and, and I'm sure they'll, they'll do really well for themselves. Bologna, of course, the food will be brilliant over there. Although he said he's going to miss <laughs> square sausage. I've been asking everyone about that this week. What did you miss most food-wise when you left... Rangers, when you went south, what did you miss? Yeah, it was, yeah. do you know what? It's just what you just mentioned there. Square sausage. Square sausage. Yep. Why uh, can't we get it down south? I don't yeah. know. But I, I did take it down south. I did take yeah. it in um, for, to let the guys taste it. And uh, they were looking at it. It was strange. What was this? <laughs> Square sausage. But once they yeah. tried it, they loved it. They loved it. So Lewis off to Bologna, of course. Doig off to Verona. Great moves for them. And good money yeah. for Aberdeen as well. Isn't it? Yeah. And good money for, for Hibs. Yeah, yeah, three million pounds. Mm. From a selfish point of view, you don't want to see the best young players leave. So why um, did Rangers or Celtic not come in for Lewis? I, I don't know. I, I find that, I'm not just saying it because he's my nephew, I'm, I'm surprised that they never took a, I wouldn't say punt on him because... I, I, He's an international player. Yep, he's played a lot of games player. for Aberdeen. I think for three yep. million pounds, I think he, he was worth um, that sort of money. Um, but listen, they've got their reasons that they've went and, and both Rangers and Celtic have not took the opportunity. Lewis just took the opportunity to go to Italian football, and I'm sure, as I said earlier on, I'm sure he'll go over there and he'll become an even better player. Peter Grant said similar last night. He's surprised that you know none of the big two signed him. Same with Josh. Yeah, I've been asked yeah. it quite a number of times, and um, you yeah. said last year, you know, maybe he would go to one of the Glasgow two. Yeah. Yep. I was. Uh, you're asking my opinion, and I'm a surprised. I'm as surprised. But we wish him all the best over there at Bologna. Um, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson, the Go Radio Football Show. The countdown is on now. Transfer window, Barry. Forty-eight days, five hours, twenty minutes. I wonder who the key signings will be for Rangers in that period. And also, we touched on it earlier, Morellas, you reckon he'll stay? Maybe Kent as well. Mm -hmm. The question will be, are there any big bids coming in for them? And I want to talk about Calvin Bassey as well, just after this. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local, friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Friday on the Go Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson will be back on Monday night. And all next week, Monday to Friday, still the summer special, just an hour where we can look back and look forward to the coming season. So we heard from Tony Ralston. We looked at the Celtic team for the coming season. And what about Rangers? Calvin Bassey, we've spoken about him late spring, all over the summer as well. He's still there. Today, the headlines are saying 25 million. We talked about it last night. Um, Ajax interested in him and Brighton. What do you feel, Barry? What's the latest? Have you checked today? What do you think? 
I keep checking if he's a Rangers player because <laughs> um, I think it's important that, that Rangers try everything um, in their power to try and keep him. Um, but listen, every player's got a price. Um, and for me, I, I, I said it last year, mm-hmm. or last season, should I say, he's worth 25 million, similar to what Kieran Tierney went down to Arsenal for. Um, so if a club is going to come in and try and entice him away, they need to pay, pay Rangers top dollar. Um, and I can see the reason why teams like Ajax and, mm-hmm. and Brighton um, are interested in them. I, I think there'll be a number of other clubs keeping a close eye on it. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. But I, I honestly just think for Bassi, it'd be better for him to go and play another mm-hmm. season. Because listen, he's got everything needed to be a top top defender he's got everything in the locker you've seen his performances last year he was he was outstanding whether that was at centre half yeah. or, or left back um, he's come on leaps and bounds you and, could see that couldn't you he yeah and I think Rangers have got a proper proper player in their hands 25 million you reckon it would would Rangers hold their nerve at, say at 20 million say no he's worth more because surely the chance to play in either the Champions League or Europa League will be brilliant for him and for the club yeah, but I think Rangers will hold out for top dollar because they know what they've got. He, he proved that with his performances on the, yeah. on the pitch. He was a standout for Rangers last season. And the beauty of Calvin Bassey is he can play a number of positions, Paul, and I've spoke about this. He can play in a back three, left centre half. Mm. He can play in a two, left centre half. He can play left back or he can play left wing back. Um, but I would be disappointed. I would be absolutely gutted to see him leave. Mm. But also on the flip side of that, you've got to understand that every player's got a price on their, on their head and if somebody comes in and is willing to pay top, top dollar, Rangers might need to look at it. But as it stands just now, he's still a Rangers player and I'm sure the Rangers supporters are delighted. What about Rabi Matondo? Let's take one of the new signings. Um, I was reading you this morning, you're impressed with his pace. Yeah, I, I, again, it's one of the ones when you, you don't know much about a player, you go on, on the internet and you, you go and... Um, search him and, and look at them and, and one thing about him is he's got lightning pace he's got a trick up his sleeve um, I think Schalke paid something like 8 or 9 million pound from Man City it's such a young age wasn't it yep um, so there is a player in there um, obviously it's not quite worked out at Schalke um, so listen he's got good attributes and he's at an age where I'm sure Gio sees a player in him and sees that he, he can go and work and and improve him. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how um, how Matonda does. You think he'll do well? You've got a feeling. I mean, I heard yeah, you it's, said, it's hard to tell, but your instinct. It's always different when you come to a yeah. club. I mean, you'll never experience the the pressures that's at a club like Rangers. Um, so you'll need a wee bit of time to, to settle in. But from what I've seen and, and what I've read about him and what I've watched of him, he does look if he's got. Um, real good potential so it's about fulfilling that potential and hopefully he does that at Rangers 28 year old Tom Lawrence 23 Welsh caps he's fallen out of it a little bit recently hasn't he for Wales but he must be desperate to go to the World Cup um, I know you've been impressed with him mm-hmm. what's, he, what's his key attributes? Um, he's got a, all round he's a real good football player um, and I think he's one of these players that's got better wage um, he was dad yeah. the captain um, he's a leader obviously uh, watching Derby last year when they were obviously playing games and they were under a bit of pressure he was the one that, that did stand out so to get 
a guy of that quality on a free transfer. I think that's a real good bit of business uh, f- from uh, Gio. He can play in the right, he can play in the left, he can even play that number 10 position. Yeah. So yeah. he's another one that can play a, a few positions. And I'm sure the Rangers fans will get excited about this one. Because um, as I said, he's he's got a bit of experience about him, good grounding as well, coming through at Man U, Leicester. Um, I think Darby paid quite a few quid for him um, back in the time when they could pay course, transfer yeah. fees well they almost defied the odds last season despite what they did. 20 and points. he was a big yep. part of that mm. Paul he was a massive part of that um, and there was a number of clubs down south trying to sign him mm. and, and Rangers beat them at the, the signature so he's one player that I'm expecting a lot of this season since I last saw you Joe Aribo finally signed for Southampton um, 6.39 million plus the add-ons could be 10 million what will you remember about Joe Rebo? Just developed into a top midfielder. Um, Rangers spent £300,000 to bring him from Charlton. Um, and I think season by season, Paul, he's got better and better. Um, and he's turned into a, a, a top all-round midfield player for me. Disappointed to see him leave. But I think Rangers, um, he's going into last year's contract. Obviously, Gio sat him down. He's got aspirations to play in the Premier League. And it's, listen, I think it's a good bit of business. Yeah. 6.3 million, what you said. And then I think he'll go down there and I think he'll um, he'll light it up. Think I think he'll do well. Yeah, I think he'll be a certain starter for Southampton. And Rangers will get that £10 million mm. pretty soon. Are the days of running down a contract to the last season of your contract gone, really? I don't think Rangers are allowed to happen. I, I think, obviously, the, the other big names, Ryan Kent and mm-hmm. Morelos, they're into their final year. I'm sure they'll be conversations going on just now um, and if they show signs that they want to move on I think Rangers will do business and Antonio Cholak so you remember him not fondly from last season when he was uh, with Malmo scoring against Rangers mm-hmm. did you think you would see him 12 months later at Ibrox? No I, I didn't obviously you, yeah. you remember him for that Malmo game yeah. and two real good finishes mm-hmm. um, so it'll be interesting to see how he does um, it's a, a player that clearly deals chest he's He's wanted them, and he, he's got his man, um, and we just need to see how how this one turns out. But again, he's a different type of player. He's quite physical. Um, he can hold the ball in as well. So, yeah. But as I said at the start of the show, I look at the and the forward positions for Rangers. There's a lot of options, and there's a lot of different types of players. There's there's pace and power. There's real good technique. There's goals. Um. So. For their three positions, the managers get decisions to make. But that's yeah. what you need at big clubs. See if you want to be successful, Paul. You need competition for places. We haven't even mentioned Kemar Roof, Fashion Sakala, and Scott Wright, you know. Yep, Scott Wright, there's another one who again, um I would have probably seen that he never had a future at Rangers, but the last couple of months of the season he came into the picture and I thought Scott Wright um performances for Rangers were, were right up there. And He's one that I'll be looking to try and force his way into the starting eleven. What would you say to him if you were a coach at Rangers? I think he's got everything. I do. I like him. I really like him. Um, Good engine, he, scores goals. Yep, and he's shown that he's, he has what it takes to, to be a Rangers player. Now it's just about getting that level of consistency. And if he brings that, then he has a real opportunity to be in a big, uh, for being a big player for Rangers. What at the back then, Balogun's gone, um, John Suter in, there's been an injury, but he's back in training. Are you looking to see, and Conor Goldson obviously has signed a new deal, is it going to be Conor Goldson and John Suter, central defence? 
Yeah, it looks that way, but obviously Suter's picked up a slight injury, yep. which is no ideal. I've seen Hollanders mm, get up still. an injury as, yep. uh, as well. Um, Bassey and Golson, I thought, were excellent at centre-back last yep. year, mm. but it was important that, that Rangers got Connor Golson tied down. I, I know there was a bit of divide, which I was quite surprised at, and I thought Connor Golson, the amount of games he He's available for every single game. I thought the fans were unfair. Yep. The stuff that I saw on I social like media. I yeah. think he's he's a proper leader, mm. very consistent performer, um, and an important player for Rangers. So I thought that was a, a great bit of business. Um, bringing John Souter in, I thought in the Scottish Cup final, John Souter was an absolute standout alongside Bassey. They were the two top players um, in that that final. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who the, the pairing's going to be. Um, is Barisic going to stay? Is he going to go? Yeah. Still, as you, as you say, there's still a bit to go in the transfer mm-hmm. window and I still think you'll see a bit of business getting done. I know it's hard to say. It's harder with Rangers to say how many players they'll bring in because you'll have to see who goes out as yeah. well. What do you think though? They need... Um, yeah, where do Rangers need to strengthen? I still think they'll need another defender in. A defender that can cover both full-back and centre-back areas and I, I still think they'll need another central midfielder because if you think about Stephen Davis and Scott Arfield they're getting on a wee bit you've got Kamara and, and there's, there's talk about Kamara as well yeah. club's interested mm-hmm. you've got Ryan Jack who's had a few injury problems you've got Lundstrom who I thought was immense mm-hmm. um, After Bassey was he the standout? Yeah, they, they two yeah. were, the, they, they two were the, the big players alongside obviously Golson and, and Tavernier um, so I, I think another central midfielder a kind of holding role I think that'll be one area that you'll, you'll probably similar to what I said about Celtic I think that'll be an area that Rangers will be looking to strengthen Who's your number one keeper? I think I know the answer Yeah there's only one Alan McGregor Yep And he'll, yep. he'll play most of the games do you think? If he's fit You, you can't if, change it too often Yeah but if, yeah. Listen if Alan McGregor's fit and he, he feels good he's got to play Yeah but it's as simple as that and what can we say about Ryan Kent then what do you think if he stays you want to see more only three goals last season we all know how talented he yeah, is yeah I'm being greedy with Ryan Kent yeah. I think Ryan Kent has got everything in the locker as a as a wide player mm-hmm. as a forward thinking player I think he's got everything the only thing that I don't see enough is that end product whether that's a final cross whether that's a shot on goal to score a goal Um but it'll be interesting to see what, what happens with Ryan Kent. I would, I would like to see him stay, but again, he's going into the final year. There's always been that Leeds connection. Yeah. Now you see yeah. Rafinha going over to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Are they going to show interest again in him? Um, so that's one. But in terms of Ryan Kent, I, I, I think a lot of them are. I think, again, similar to what Jota is to Celtic, he's a match winner. It'll be interesting to see what the lineup is tomorrow for both of them. Two big games then, Celtic playing Blackburn. Yeah, but Rovers. I think you'll see a number yeah. of changes. I yeah, don't of think course. Still yeah. two weeks to go before yeah. the, the actual season kicks off, Paul. Big uh, benches. Yeah. yeah. I think players will get 45 minutes, 60 minutes. Um, I don't think they'll be, they'll still be training really hard um, at this moment in time. Um, so I think either starting 11. That's not going to be your starting eleven at the, the the start of the season. And if you were speaking to Alfredo Morelos, what would you say to him just Fine. now? Why? Yeah, because I I think again I, again there's it's all about opinions. Mm-hmm. But for me, when he's fit, there's no better number nine for Rangers. 
And you've seen that when Gio came in, you've seen the difference in his performances. What do you think happened there? He lost a bit of timber. Yeah, <laughs> nobody wanted to say that at the start yeah, of the season. Yeah, well, right. he, he yeah. lost a bit of timber. I yeah. says to you, the, the Legends game, I was yeah. speaking to both Mackay and, and you about it, and they were open about it that he, he lost a, a bit and he got fit. And you could see that in his performances. When he's on it, Paul, he's an absolute nuisance for centre backs. And um, and he, he's, uh, for me, Alfredo Morelos in the Rangers team. Rangers are a better team. Like you always said, he was your first. He's my, pick. my first choice striker. And will be for the new season, you reckon? I mean, nobody seems to have come in. Seville was talked about last mm. week and the week before, but it's gone quiet. Yep, yep and uh, and I've uh, and I'll maintain that. I think he knows what he's at at Rangers in terms of the club. The fans love him, um, so I would I would expect Morelos to to be happy to sign up again. We'll give the final word to Tony Rawson talking about all the hard work that's gone on and the support he received in the last year. No, it's, you know, there's no secret the manager's been absolutely brilliant with me and how he's um, he's given me the opportunity to play. Um, he's coached me in playing his style of football and how he wants full-backs to play. Um, and I've learned a lot. Um, I've also had, you know, a great family and friends behind me, supporting me through the ups and the downs that a football career brings. Um, so a lot of credit and thanks goes to them and continue throughout my whole career um, will, be, will be the main thing and I've worked really hard as well and I continue to work hard because you know it's only I'm only young I've got a lot to I've got a lot to learn I've got a long way to go in my career um, so I just need to keep my head down and keep working hard and, and that's the main thing Barry that's uh, good advice for any young footballer yeah that, that's yeah. the best advice um, when you break into a team as a, as a young player there's still a hell of a lot of work to, to be done and, and um, continue the, the hard work and as I said go and speak to the experienced guys and go and ask the, the manager or the coaches is there anything he can improve on and, and go and stay out and do that wee bit extra so that, that's the, the best um, bit of advice you can give a, a young player Can you believe that's the hour has come and gone thanks so much Barry we'll see you soon enjoy the weekend Zoe Kelly is up next after the news the Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes motability and fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.